Stu. Hey, buddy. Hey. It's a great, great show we got here. Uh, I saw I saw the two boys warming up in the bullpen a little earlier. <laughs> And they, wow, did they look impressive. Yeah, well, They've been, so well those two have been working out. <laughs> uh, they look great. And since it's radio, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> Wait, it's on TV, too. Oh, crap. You're gonna I got in this business so I would not be seen. <laughs> You're going to. I know. And it was much better that way, oh, wasn't gosh, it? It was. Um, we uh, have a great podcast for you for Monday. You don't want to miss a second of this. It is. It's a fun ride. Brought to you by Jace, Jace Medical, the Jace case. I've been telling you about it for some time now. It's simple. You go online, you fill out a form, and then you get prescription life-saving medications delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you the peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. They make sure you do have the right medication in hand. Dr. Sean Rowland, the founder of Jace Medical, was recently down in Lahaina deploying an aerial recovery group in an effort to help the Maui residents, in an effort to help the Maui residents who are still struggling so hard, who are still struggling so hard because of the fires. He carries his personal mission of Jace Medical into his personal life. We're building a parallel economy, and we need good people, good businesses like Jace that are doing good in the world and providing you with goods and services at a great price. Check him out today. See what Jace can do for you. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional discount by using my code Beck at checkout. JaceMedical.com. J-A-S-E Medical.com. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. Okay, so uh, I let me just. Oh, jeez. Oh, I am sorry. I. I was trying to open my desk drawer to get another pen, and I didn't know how to open it. And I just pulled the fire. I thought that would open the desk drawer. It's a false alarm. You can. Uh, Shut it off now. Oh, boy. Wow. It's going to be one of those well, days. They needed to label it better than they have right. it labeled. You it can't tell. It says right here, pull in case of fire. And Oh, no. I, uh, my finger slipped. I didn't mean. It was a false <laughs> alarm. False alarm. We can thank you. Oh, my. You know, this, this, this happens more than you think. You know, I feel pretty stupid right now because everybody's like, it's a fire alarm. It's clearly marked. When was the last time you pulled a fire alarm by mistake? When's the last time you met somebody who pulled it by mistake? And I'd say never. Um, Okay. I mean, yes, I knew somebody in grade school who pulled it intentionally. But that's the only time I've ever seen anyone involved in pulling a firearm because they're clearly marked. Now, that's what you might think. However, there are a lot of people, a lot of, well, there's one person who thought it would open a door. Uh, This is what happened uh, this week. In the building he works in every Hmm? day. He thought, well, but it's probably a door he's never been to. Does he think the doors work differently in different parts of the building? Like they just operate 
I don't know what you mean. There's just a what handle separate from the door? Uh, well, n- no, he couldn't. I mean, the door mm. was marked. Right. Okay. You know, okay. push the lever and door will open and sound the alarm. Uh, it said it will sound the push the uh, push the lever and alarm will sound for 15 seconds. Door will open. And uh, that was clearly marked on the door on the lever. Hmm. But uh, he said he needed to get out uh, because, uh, well, he had to get to a vote. Now, a lot of people will say that Jamal Bowman was pulling the fire alarm to make sure everyone in the Capitol got out of the Capitol. Hmm. So they would he would uh, disrupt. What do they call it? A uh, oh, an official proceeding. Hmm. That sounds but he was just trying familiar. to. Mm hmm. Because you're not supposed to disrupt mm-hmm. official proceedings. We've mm-hmm. learned that quite no, a bit. Oh, see, I'm sorry. Gosh, Stu, I'm sorry. I couldn't get this jar of pickles open. <laughs> I was just going to have a pickle while I was listening to you. Yeah, And sure. I, I couldn't get it open, and I pulled the fire alarm. I thought maybe that would... It says twist to open right here on okay. the... Well, they should, and, yeah, they should be clearer about and that. I, yeah, so... It was another false alarm. Thank you. Oh, man. Close call. Happens all the time. Yeah. Doesn't it? Now we have to delay the show. We what? We have to delay the show because you pulled the... Oh, no. What? I just pulled the fire alarm because you said it would delay the show. And we wouldn't... <laughs> yeah, now we can't We can't do the show while oh, the fire alarm wow. is, is actually sounding. Sorry, gang. I'm sorry. Sorry, we all have to go away. Good night, everybody. Well, now it's off, so we can do the show again. I mean, this is unbelievable. It, the idea that we're supposed to believe this? Well, AOC, she oh. believes it. Now, she was the one She was the one who had never seen a disposal before. Right. Remember, she, was, she did a little Instagram thing. I think she was drunk. And she flipped a switch. She was like, I don't know what this switch does by my sink. And she turns it on, and it's the disposal. And she goes, oh, 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 my gosh. I What is that? I've never seen one of those. I don't know what that disposal is. I've never even heard of it. Uh, maybe if I do this, I can cl- close it. Will it close the disposal? I'm just trying to close the disposal. They Gosh. really should have sent AOC to do this job because people legitimately would have would believed believe, that yeah. she pulled the fire alarm yeah. thinking the door would open. Like, she's the only person I know that I would actually believe it. I would totally buy it from her. Yeah. Now, let me, first of all, let me give you uh, AOC. Here she is. I'll be honest. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. <laughs> have you talked to him? What, what, what's yeah. going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about hmm. the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in mm. that building were suddenly closed. Suddenly. Suddenly. He, so you pull the fire alarm? So I'm, I'm, <laughs> what I'm here to say is that... What I'm House here to say <laughs> and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are an active and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I okay. do wait, think he's, is... Wait, stop. hold on. He's, he's active and fully participating yes. in saying that there was a misunderstanding? He was, he what was the actively... Hell say, that is not our language. No, he was... What act- language is that? 
What combination of words? That's American, okay? <laughs> You're in America now. Speak American. I, I she is delightfully stupid. I, I, <laughs> I it's I I don't I know people don't like her. I understand that. Right. But I just find her just wonderful. She's so dumb and so, so public uh, about it. Hang on. What happened? Hang on. Uh, there was apparently one of our listeners was opening their mind. Uh, okay. And oh, no. uh, they thought that's how they thought that's how they did it. Apparently not. No. Uh, so the false alarm. I mean, she is. She, it's not like this is the first time she's ever been on television. If that were the case, you might say, oh, wow, she really is struggling okay. in this moment. She, uh, this is it. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Now, I've got a method to the madness here just to go with me. Sure. What does a firearm, a fire, uh, a, a fire alarm look like? I mean, it's a little handle. Usually says fire. Yeah. Red and white. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Okay. Where is it usually? On the wall. On the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where did you learn about fire uh, f fire alarms. I don't know that I could trace that back. It seems so blatantly obvious. I can't yeah. point to a moment where I learned really? about it, but it was certainly when I was very young. Very young. Mm -hmm. Probably in school because Probably. you had what? Fire drills. drills. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. And do you know anybody who accidentally has pulled a fire drill? Fire, uh, fire Not alarm. until this weekend. Not until this weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I learned about them in school, I'm sure. I didn't see them anywhere else, I'm sure. Uh, so I learned about it in school. Guess what uh, Jamal Bowman did before he was a member of Congress? <laughs> I mean, uh, gee, what could it be? It was, well, he was a principal uh, of a school. school. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm sure he didn't have any run-ins with fire alarms. No, at the school, and surely he wasn't uh, taught that people sometimes pull fire alarms to delay things. Oh, he never gave by that his students. He never gave that message. Never gave that message. No. Do not pull a fire alarm. That's not a joke. It's not a joke. Not a it's joke. It's an offense. Not a joke. Yeah. Now, it's an offense for a couple of reasons this time. Um, pulling a fire alarm is illegal if there is no fire. Hmm. Uh, it's, but It's like... Hmm? Like uh, yelling fire in a crowded theater. Exactly it's right. Similar to that. Exactly right. You're not supposed to do it. Uh, and uh, there's another reason mm -hmm. you don't do it in the Capitol, uh, and that would because that would be because you were trying to obstruct official proceedings. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, if January 6, just one guy, one guy would have walked in and pulled the fire alarm, he would have been given the 22 years. Just because he was obstructing an official proceeding. Mm. Now, if that guy happened to be, and this is very common, if that guy happened to say, I'm sorry, I was just trying to open the door. I thought this would open the door. Uh, they probably he would have been gone. I mean, they wouldn't have even questioned him. Yeah, he, they would just let him go yeah. immediately. Immediately. Oh, he just made a mistake. It, he thought it was the door handle that was labeled fire. Sure. That was not, not to the side of the door. And it doesn't say door. No, it says it fire. It says fire. Mm -hmm. So the best I can do on this is he was trying to open the door and he thought those were fire doors. Now, seeing that they were glass doors, <laughs> seeing that they were glass doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you it, I have to <laughs> grade him down on intelligence yet again. Wait, you're. You're trying to give him this benefit of the doubt. I'm saying, trying. Okay, it's a fire door, so it's therefore you pull door. the handle labeled and it fire. Would open up. But that's the exact opposite of what a fire door would do. Right. It would be very yeah, be it the would be, close. Yes. <laughs> You'd want it to be closed yes. to the fire. Yeah. Yes. Why, Stu? Because you wouldn't want the fire to come through. Well, yes. You know? <laughs> but if it's to the outside, okay. it would also mm-hmm feed a fire because right you know you don't want more oxygen coming in there you go so <laughs> i can't make this work i can't make this work I at mean, all it's impossible it's impossible for anyone to believe this and like it's one of those things that let's just take him at his word right for a second mm-hmm. let's just entertain this for a second mm-hmm. he walked in he saw fire he pulled it thinking it was going to open the door he should be immediately removed from congress like, why, you're why is obviously that, too stupid to be in Congress. <laughs> so either you I agree a with crime this. or you should be out of Congress because you're too I dumb. I agree with this. You look, if he is this stupid, we don't have to impeach him. We don't have to do anything. He won't find his way to work sometime this week. Right. <laughs> okay. He won't find his pants or his underpants sometime this week. And he'll just walk out in his wingtip shoes uh, and his tie and his shirt and, uh, you know, everything swinging in the breeze. And he's like, what are you talking about? What do you, uh, oh, my pants. I didn't know I was, uh, how do I put my pants on? Just, just have to hit that. Oh, yeah, that's how you and put your pants If you put your, would that help put my pants on? <laughs> Hello, I need to put my pants on. Somebody with pants, come quick. Oh, my God. False alarm, I don't need pants. I don't need Well, you wear do them. need pants, but you're already wearing them. Yeah. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering uh, if I should share something with you that I found very, very uh, true. 11 assumptions about the future. Uh, and it's uh, from Doug Casey. And uh, I mean, I don't want to bum you out. It's on a Monday. But I think I included it in today's show prep at glenbeck.com because I think it's really important because I think it is true. And this, the reason why I say these things, because there's a lot of people who listen to this program and you're like, I know, I know, it's coming, right? I know, yeah. Uh, If you ever hear me say, I'm going to the mountain and I probably won't be back, then you know. Um, But it's coming. And here's what's coming. Change. That's it. Change. Everything in life changes. We're under constant change. The America that was 100 years ago has changed so many times the people, I think if we had a time machine, people from 100 years ago would come here and they would say, I, I, I don't want to live there. And we would go back to their time and say, I really don't want to live back here. We're all born for a specific time and now is our time and change is coming. Now, this is, I would classify it as catastrophic change, not because it's all bad. It could be really, really great. We're not headed towards the great basket right now. 
we're headed towards the other basket, catastrophic basket. And that's a choice that we all have to make. But the biggest problem with this is, is the politicos have done such a good job in dividing all of us. And I would put myself in this category, too. I've had my share of uh, dividing people, and it, it has been... Uh, you? Hmm? You've... Div- you. You think you're divisive in some way? I've never yeah. heard such a claim. Well, not intentionally, but in today's world, just telling the truth or, you know... Uh, that's plenty. That's plenty. Just telling the truth is enough. And we have to get past that because when I'm looking at these things, uh, I think if people could just wake up, we could fix this. Now, Doug Casey has Doug Casey's uh, take on podcasts, but I want you to listen to what he, he says is coming. Here are the 11 assumptions that I'm using today to guide my actions. One, less freedom of movement is coming. There will be more effort so to restrict and regulate our freedom of movement from vax passports to increased visa requirements and 15-minute city initiatives. The grid is being constructed to regulate our freedom of movement. That is absolutely true. And if you read Dark Future, you'll know it to be true because we outline it. These are not conspiracy theories. These are facts that are also conspiracies. Conspiracy just means there are people plotting and trying to cover their tracks and trying to deny to throw people off their trail. Well, they're not even denying. They're just using the media to say conspiracy theory. And then they do it anyway. For instance, the gas stoves. Do you know that every single appliance and you can read about it in today's show prep at glenbeck.com. Get my show prep because I can only get to about maybe, I don't even know, 10% of the stories. Get my show prep every day. It is so critical that you read that. It's free at glenbeck.com. Um, but these are things that every time they say it's a conspiracy, they throw you off the trail. They divide us even further. And then what happens? They just do it because it's too late. Second, CBDC is coming. Cash will be eliminated. How restrictive it may end up being, I don't know. But CBDC is a foregone conclusion. Timing, some say by 2030. There are indications that major economies are working to be ready to deploy by 2025. The digital ID is already here as number three biometrics are the future if you have a government issued id associated with your photograph you are in the system already how the id is developed and deployed and enforced is the question number four the greater depression timing is hard but can any thinking person imagine how the outcome can be avoided altogether simon hunt suggests a market pullback of up to 30 percent between now and early 2024 Okay, this I've heard from several people, 30% pullback. That's the stock market falling 30%. Uh, and everyone I've talked to, and I don't know about stock markets, and I, I hate the stock market, but anyway, um, everybody I've talked to said that about 30%, if not more, is coming, 
and we might already be in it. Uh, it will be followed by a pump and deflationary wipeout in 2025. Most financial assets, number five, will disappear at some point. Inflation, bank bail-in, market wipeout. I don't know the cause, but I assume, but I assume physical assets are where I need to be ultimately. This is important for you to understand that land, your home, anything physical, any gold, silver, food, seeds, anything physical is important. Anything that is money, it will, you can bury it all you want. It will slip through your fingers because that's all going to be taken. Debt is going to be a real problem when the banks start to collapse. They'll just start seizing assets. Six, increasing crime and disorder. You've seen the videos, whether driven by economic desperation, mass migration, the inversion of law, or in the name of social justice, crime and disorder will grow and lead to greater physical threats to our lives and property from our fellow man. This makes urban environments especially, but not exclusively, a real risk. Absolutely true. How many times do I tell you a week, Stu? You really don't want to be near the city. You really don't want to be near Dallas. You do mention it to me a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be near the cities. Uh, number seven, supply constraints are increasing around all commodities, from food to energy. Did you see the story in the show prep today, Stu, about what he's done with uh, what Biden has just done with uh, oil and gas? Hmm. He's passed the toughest uh, standards on Uh, drilling and finding natural gas in the history of America. He is shutting it down from food to energy. Mm. Tight supplies are showing up everywhere. Live cattle long dormant hit an all time high. Recently, oil prices are up 30% in the last three months. 40% of Argentina's wheat crop is in poor to fair condition and protectionist policies are on the rise globally. Eight, World War III is coming. A good case can be made that it's already begun. I don't know if you saw this. This is also in the show prep today. The Army War College recently published a study suggesting that the all-volunteer force had reached the end of its useful life, with the military struggling with recruiting conscription is likely at some point. I don't know if you saw this. Also in the show prep. Um, Russia is holding for the first time ever. Let me see if I can find this. Russia is set to hold a nationwide exercise early next month, according to new reports, in preparation for the danger of armed conflicts involving nuclear weapons. Russian authorities will hold a large-scale drill across the country on October 3rd. Is that tomorrow or is that today? That's tomorrow. Um, because of the growing danger of armed conflicts, including with nuclear-capable powers near Russia's borders. The drill is the first time that Moscow has held such a drill, uh, which will imagine that Russia is at least partially under martial law and that up to 70% of the country's housing facilities have been destroyed. That's what they're preparing for. 
now we're saying, well, I don't, what are we, are we, yeah, we should go to war because my party says we should go to war. Have you noticed, by the way, that that is something that the parties are saying, but the American people are not? If you look at the latest poll numbers, uh, it is showing that the American people are not in step with the parties. It's the parties that are pushing for war. The average American is saying, I don't want to go to war. I have no desire to go to war. I don't think we should even be there. I mean, the parties are not outwardly saying that, but their actions are taking us down that road. Definitely. And the American people are now getting to the point where they're opposing even the funding uh, of the war effort in Ukraine. Republicans are already there. Independents are getting closer. Democrats still at a very low level of opposition to it, but rising. And look at this. Conscription is likely at some point. That means if they missed your child in school, they'll indoctrinate them in the military. I mean, the military, even with everything that's coming up, the military is still saying, no, abortion and uh, DEI, much more important than, you know, that's going to kill us. I'll tell you that, uh, this uh, stopping those programs. That's the type of thing, though, an election can solve, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Having a Republican president that made some sense could put an end to that quickly. A, a, A change in our policies Less freedom of movement, number one, goes away. CBDC, uh, you have already have DeSantis saying, day one, no CBDC. Um, The digital ID, that can be stopped with an election. The Greater Depression, maybe not if we don't turn this around quickly. Um, Financial assets will disappear at some point. Maybe, maybe not. Increasing crime and disorder, that can be changed. Supply constraints, increasing around all commodities. Oil, that can change. Food, that can change. World War III is coming, that can change. Censorship and digital control will enter a new phase. Mm. Deplatforming, debanking, shadow banning, and social media account suspensions will increase. Centralized digital services of all kinds should be considered suspect and very likely dangerous to use in the future. Wow. By the way, again, he's saying this, but in today's newsletter, there's a story about Canada. Trudeau is now pushing to regulate all podcasts. They have tight regulation for all broadcast. You, there are things that you just can and cannot do in Canada. You notice they don't have talk radio in Canada. Not like this. It's not popular. Anytime they try it, because you have to balance it. So it's all milk toast, awful. And it's tightly regulated to the point to where the, the blaze, which is here in America, our sister, I mean, we're not actually sisters, but our sister, uh, news outlet up there is rebel news and they have had trouble with the government over and over and over and over again and they won't shut up and they're not radical they just believe in freedom of speech so number 10 on this list is the u.s election regardless of the outcome is an inflection point and potentially a flashpoint if the writer writes 
If that happens, the outcome will not be accepted by half of the country. We can be sure that running up to and shortly after the election, things could get wild. In advance of the 2020 election, we had COVID and BLM. Shortly after, January 6th and state overreach. What will 2024 bring? I think this is something that we need to begin to talk about because I think everybody knows it. We just don't talk about it. I think everybody fears that if Donald Trump or whoever is the GOP candidate wins, the left will scream that it was stolen and they'll be in the streets for every cut and everything that happens. Is there any doubt about that? None. I mean, the last None. two elections have been this scenario where half yeah. the country says it's, it's a fake. It's fake. Yeah. Last two. Yeah. And there's, I don't see there's any possibility of no. this one, unless you had some Reagan-esque landslide. Maybe. 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 Have a chance. Uh, if Donald Trump doesn't win, does anyone believe that there aren't a lot of people that, and I would seriously question the election, even, I don't care who wins. I haven't seen anyone do anything of significance in the states that are the swing states. All of the states that Donald Trump lost last time because they stopped, oh, stop counting. Okay, I, I, I don't know what that was. I haven't seen anybody actually really look into it with any credibility. So I don't feel confident. Now those states, they have either enhanced those laws or strengthened those laws to give us the same kind of election we had last time. Some, I can make that argument with some of those states. I think some states have, I think like, for example, Georgia has improved their laws. There's been some that have done it. But again, I, here's the thing, Glenn. I don't think anyone actually is going to be looking at, well, let me bring the evidence to no, me. No, no. Place it out in front of me. Let's have a real no. discussion about what happened. People just feel. They yes. feel it. And Correct. it doesn't matter if it's honestly it's, true or not. The problem with the system is that everyone feels like Correct. we're in this state of constant chaos and Correct. nothing's real. Correct. And I guarantee you, if Donald Trump wins the election, the other side is going to claim fraud. And if Joe Biden wins, then then uh, the Republican side is going to claim fraud. It's just going to happen. It's just part of our, our landscape right now. And then final point from Doug Casey is uh, 11. There is a war happening today. It's a war on us. For most of this cycle, they will rely on the same approach if and when we see a move toward a kinetic force, we should be alarmed because we've entered a new phase and a more dangerous phase. It's out of your control, but your life is not. Fix your life. Get that at uh, glenbeck.com. We'll send you a link this uh, today's show prep. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you know, Stu is so inartful at what he does <laughs> when he said you know okay i'm for the republicans but what's right. your plan yeah you're for the that's republicans. what i said i yeah. don't remember saying that you're for the republicans you are for <laughs> you love the uh, mccarthy i did you're not wearing say that a, at all i i heart mccarthy button right now <laughs> it's did, crazy i'm not wearing that button. Uh, but he said you know you know the, the 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 fight has to happen like it did but now, what's your plan? And you're absolutely right. And this is one thing I don't think anybody in Washington gets because they're all attorneys. 
and they're all lawyers and they're all losers. None of them are business people. Stu, I taught you how to negotiate, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. How How do you negotiate? Don't make threats, make promises. Correct. What does that mean? That means don't come up and say, I'm going to leave unless you give me this. That's that's a threat. Right. You need to make a promise. I will leave if you don't give me this. Right. Or I will stay if we do, if this. We do this. But when the negotiation closes and you lose, what happens? You leave. You leave. Right? And, and you're you happy. Keep your promise. You're, you're happy. happy. Yep, you've made, the yep. problem with the Republicans is they don't have a happy place to go to because they're not fighting for anything as a party they're not fighting for anything and they think i don't know what we thought we got to play the game so i'm gonna do it because uh our big boss says it's good that's i mean it's that simple that's much more articulate than they usually are what's yes. your plan what's your plan what what's is the plan? what what's, is your plan then what yeah answer that question for me and i'd be happy then what Okay, well, we may never bring, be able to bring you the uh, result of that question or even ask that question. <laughs> right, right. If Canada sets the table, Canada is now on the track to censor and regulate streaming services and social media platforms. They're, they've got more regulation coming. Podcasters are going to have to register now with the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission. That's like our FCC. You don't want a regulated internet podcast council. The Online Streaming Act, formerly Bill C-11, goes into effect November 28, meaning any online streaming service that operates in Canada and generates revenue of more than $10 million in any given year will have to register with CRTC. That's their FCC. Canadian government pitches the new rule as a modern broadcasting framework that can adapt to changing circumstances. To do that, we need broad engagement and robust public records. It requires those podcasters to register with the government only once and collect all of its basic information from them uh, they have a new streaming service need to provide information about their activities in Canada. Wow. That doesn't sound dystopian at all. Uh, one of our friends to the program um, actually wrote, I think, one of the better comebacks uh, <laughs> for this. Brian Lilly wrote the CRTC now wants to regulate podcasts. Here's my simple message to them. Go to hell. <laughs> Brian Lilly is on the phone with us now from Canada. Hello, Brian. Hello, Glenn. I didn't think I'd be able to say go to hell on the program. I thought I'd have to say go to Pat Gray's hometown. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there, you said it, so I can say it. Will yes. I be able to say it in Canada in the future? I don't know. This is a bizarre act. You know, because uh, you guys follow politics closely, sometimes politicians pass a law it's very prescriptive and it details everything. Other times they pass a broad law mm. and then they leave the rest up to regulation. Yes. So, you know, some people are saying, well, this podcast registry and the whole bill will lead to censorship. And defenders are saying, no, no, it won't. And I'm saying, well, actually it could. And that's a problem because so much of it is left up to regulation of our broadcast regulator, regulator which has done such a bang up job 
that they're going to regulate the internet now. Check out their website. It looks like it was built for the Netscape Navigator era. <laughs> <laughs> so are you concerned about, I mean, they have done everything they could to shut you up, to shut Rebel News up, Toronto Sun, all of this stuff. Are you, how concerned are you that this is the beginning of the shutdown of voices in Canada? It, I am concerned. And I'll give you an example from a podcast episode that we just dropped today. So I host a podcast called Full Comment for my employer, Post Media. They own the Toronto Sun and a bunch of other newspapers, a lot of conservative-leaning newspapers like National Post. And interviewed this woman named Catherine uh, Barbensing, uh, or Barbelsing, and she's known as Britain's strictest headmistress. Maybe you've heard of her. She runs yes. this school, inner-city London. You know, the kids uh, have to walk through the hallway silently. There's dress codes. There's... Uh, strict measures in place. There's expectations, traditional curriculum. I tell you that that's going to upset a lot of people in the education system in this country, just like it will with yours. People who believe there should be no rules, that the kids should be the center of everything, that teachers don't matter. You know, if this was in place, somebody could complain and then that podcast gets taken down. I'm not saying that will happen, but the rules are in such a way that anything you say that upsets somebody who's on the progressive side, that could definitely end up taking away the, you know, my ability to put forward interesting ideas and information. So do you know about Chloe Cole? Yes. Okay. So Chloe Cole, she is detransitioned um, uh, for, and is on the, on the speaking tour all the time now, speaking out. She's a brave, brave girl. And she's speaking out about how bad it was for her when she was, you know, 11 and 12. And she's had her breasts removed and she can't have children, most likely. And it's bad. It's really bad. Um, She was giving an event against the treatments and surgeries on minors. She was uh, going to speak at a ticketing uh, at a ticket uh, ticketed event and Eventbrite deplatformed the event because it violated their policy on hateful, violent, and dangerous events. Mm. Now, how's that? How does that make well, sense to anybody? It, it it doesn't, and that's without even this podcast registry. There's a lot of it that ends up being self censorship by corporations, or Jordan Peterson's case. You know, I, I know you, you've talked to yeah. Jordan Peterson. I talked to him just a couple of weeks ago after he he lost at the College of uh, Psychologists of that's Ontario. Crazy. He has to undergo re-education training um, is he going to do he it said, uh no i think he told them to go to hell in montana yeah okay <laughs> and he's just he, he's challenging them in court and uh the, the last last i talked to him uh he was still quite defined as he should be but you know we, we've got enough self-censorship already we don't need this and while i understand that you could update the Broadcasting Act. There's certain things that needed to be done. The Trudeau government looked and said, we need to update the Broadcast Act for the, the online age. Great. Let's put in all kinds of stuff that could lead to bad places. Let's make it so that our civil servants, our appointees, will control what can be said online. Mm. Um, because, you know, it, they said they wouldn't control social media. And then they came right out and said, yes, we will if you're broadcasting. So if you're doing what Tucker Carlson does on uh, on x and you start posting videos you're going to be regulated and they say well we're just regulating 
the, the online streamers. We're, we're regulating the platforms, not the individual users. That's like saying, I'm going to regulate the highways, but not the individual drivers. So I'm going to you know, pass all these new rules on how you have to drive on the highway. But that, that doesn't apply to individual drivers yeah. unless and, you're on the highway. And it also, <laughs> it also, if they say we're just going to do this to the platforms, well, then the platforms will enforce it. That's what's happening here in America. They're just saying, you know, what do we have to do to, to impress on, upon you uh, your responsibility to uh, stop this kind of talk? You know, we're, we're kind of, we can come up with some harsh regulations for you, you know, and then they self-regulate and they go and do all of the butchery. So the government doesn't have to. Sounds you know, like it, a very similar thing. It, it really is. And back to Chloe Cole, who you mentioned earlier, we're having a big debate in this country over parental rights around gender identity in the school. And can yeah. a kid change their name, their gender, their pronoun at school and mom and dad not find out? Well, this has been portrayed in our media as very controversial, but a poll out just a couple of weeks ago showed 78% believe that the parent should know. Um, that's not a controversial p- position. The 14% who think mom and dad shouldn't be told ever, that's the radical fringe. That's where our prime minister is, by the way. You put all of that into the, this context of, of the, the regulators deciding what the rules are for what you can say online. We're in a very dangerous place. And and so it, this this is a horrible bill. I've been uh, screaming about it since they introduced it. They went through t- uh, an, a whole election and had to reintroduce it because it didn't pass in time. And the conservatives really tried to get young people, especially, to be interested in this. And they couldn't be. We had our last election in the middle of COVID, and Justin Trudeau scared suburban moms into voting for him that uh, if, um, if they didn't vote for him, we'd all get COVID and die or... Uh, not be allowed to have abortions mm. with a gun at your head. Mm. Um, well, uh, I know you're busy. You guys up in Canada have to celebrate another Nazi, I think, today. Uh, so, so uh, well, you know, I'm sure we can find some. We can yeah. rustle some up. Well, you them. don't have to because the Russian Disinformation uh, League will, will provide them for you. You just have to root them out. Of, of all the things of our, for our prime ministers to do, um, it, like, it, you know, he, he's talking about Russian disinformation. He just gave them all the ammunition they need to sit there and say, Ukraine's full of Nazis. Um, because he had Zelensky applaud one, um, and, and then says, well, it's not my fault. I, I didn't do any vetting. It's kind of your job when you're the leader of the country <laughs> or, or your, or your staff's job yeah. to make sure that a, a, a foreign visit goes well. Yeah, yeah, I would, you know, I haven't seen Ronald Reagan or really any president. I I say that I should say anybody on the right uh, bring up, uh, you know, an old Nazi and go, we should really celebrate this guy. Uh, they'll bring up old Marxists from time to time, but not Nazis. All right, uh, yeah, Brian, best of luck to you, man. Thank you, guys. Okay, I guess Canada is out. I'm not going to be able to go up there. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this hour. You're on the verge of this? I was thinking about it this morning when I saw that the draft was coming back. Not that I'm worried about me, but I thought, I'm not sending my son or my daughter into a war in Ukraine. Never going to do it. I can't tell you. I'll drive them across the border. And I thought, Canada's worse. Do you know how many times this show drives me into looking at real estate in other countries? Yes. I I can't even tell you how many times I wind up Googling. Can I tell you something? There are broadcasters (laughs) that I know and... uh, Mm -hmm. There's two of us. There's two of us that are 
anchors that were ne- will not leave the country. Uh, but there are broadcasters I know. They've got, oh, I mean, I think they even have luggage packed to get out. Na, 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 na.